Hello, hello, and welcome back to another Mama's Partnering with God podcast. I am super excited for today's episode where we are going to be talking about supporting each other through the fear, and I'm specifically talking about husbands and wives in marriage. Um, It can be so difficult when a change or an unknown fear comes into our lives and we just want to run and we tend to take control, which I will get more about in the podcast. But I just, I'm so excited to talk about this because it's such a difficult thing to get through. Like most of the time people just tend to Um, curl up in a ball and they tend to stay in their own mindset and in their own ways and they don't talk to each other and reach out for help and and God does not tell us to have a spirit of fear but rather a spirit um, that gives us power love and self-discipline and the exact verse that I'm quoting is 2 Timothy 1 7 And it actually says, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. And when fear comes into our lives, it's just so difficult to actually tap into that power, love, and self-discipline. We tend to just hide deep into ourselves. And that's why I'm excited to talk about this so that you can go through life, not in fear, but able to overcome the fear and talk amongst each other as husband and wife and make decisions and choices through that fear and actually lean on God rather than on our own understanding. So with that, let's dive in. Welcome to the Mama's Partnering with God podcast. I am your host, Molly Bunnell, mom, wife, and Jesus lover. And this is where we tackle life struggles with the help and guidance from God. In this podcast, you will find God-led solutions through partnering with God in your life. My mission is to equip you with the tools that will bring you closer to God, allowing you to find faith, hope, and peace so that you can tackle marriage, motherhood, and finances with ease. It can be so easy to let the world run your life, but what do you get from that? Pain? Heartache? Struggle? but with God as your solution and creating a God-led lifestyle, hope, joy, and peace are just knocking at your door. So, if you're ready to finally team up with God, doing things in His strength instead of your own, you better turn that Mickey Mouse on for your kids and plug in those headphones, Mama, so we can go partner with God. Alrighty, so... I am super excited, like I said, to talk about this topic because it came to my mind as I was sitting down journaling to God one morning that I had so much fear running through me. Like we had some changes going on in our lives that we aren't exactly sure how to handle. And when I say we, I'm talking about my husband and myself. Um, And we're just... We're trying to figure out how to understand it. And I mean, one of his issues is my business, you know, trying to make it take 
off because it's scary. It's different. It's a change. He's the only one bringing in the income and it's totally unexpected, but it's also putting a little bit of a fire in him to possibly start building his own business. And now I'm starting to get the back end of that, you know, where he was going through the fear of it. And now I'm starting to think about the fear of everything that could happen with him starting a business, especially with me not having a traditional sense of steady income coming in. Like my business is great, but in the eyes of the world, and yes, I say the eyes of the world and roll my eyes while saying it, um, we don't think of business, especially in the online sense, as being a real job. And yes, I just did quote air quotes around that. <laughs> and that's kind of what my journaling was about the other day when I was speaking with the Lord and how here I am expecting everyone to think of my business as a real job. And I'm kind of thinking that his isn't a real job. And so the fear behind not having a traditional sense of steady income coming in, even though I know we would be fine and I know we'd be okay, but it's still that fear that stops me in my tracks. And so I just figured that this would be a good thing to talk about. And maybe you're not going through the same thing um, in the sense of a situation, but I'm sure you still have that fear because there is so many different types of fear that cause rifts between husband and wife and between yourself and God and even with yourself. Um, and so that's why I figured this would be an awesome thing to talk about. And I just pray that the Lord allows his spirit to come through me and speak to you so that you get the most out of this and not just from words that I'm saying, but also from the Holy Spirit himself. So with that being said, I'm going to jump into the first point, which is how fear can affect your support for others. For instance, like the type of fear that I'm talking about in this situation is fear of the unknown, like change. We have in our brains this desire to have a constant, steady, secure life. Like that's what we want and that's what our brains are trained to look for all the time. So when the unknown comes up and when change comes into the situation, it's just so scary. And it it takes away our security blanket pretty much and our brains just freeze or fight or we get into flight, which I'm sure you understand that response. Um, I forget what the actual response is called, but it's still, it's there and that's how we want to respond to things a lot of the time, especially to change in the unknown and when somebody just wants to rip off that security blanket that we've built around our lives and it's just scary. And I don't know about you, but whenever I finally get into a routine with my new situation change in life, um, 
yeah, a new one gets thrown at me because, you know, you finally get settled and you're relaxed and everything goes fine. And then, nope, not going to happen anymore. It's time to change it up. <laughs> it's the way of life. I think I can sometimes at the most get about six months of my normal and then I have to change it. And this normal that we get into, routines are great. They're awesome for um, productivity and making life flow rather than feeling like we're stuck, unable to know what to do next. But it also creates the security blanket that we don't want to leave. It's like we cling to it for dear life, especially when something new comes our way. So when all of a sudden that security blanket gets ripped off of us, we either fight, flight, or freeze. And we don't want to do any of those re responses. We want to flow into freedom. And the first time I experienced flow was so amazing, which I'll get into later, but it instead of feeling like I was forcing puzzle pieces together, everything just went together. It was so, so much easier. And like I said, I'll get into that later, but this fear causes us to go into that fight, flight, or freeze phase. And it's not what we want because we want to flow. We want to not have to have an emotional reaction to this, even though it's super scary and super overwhelming and we just don't know what to do. And so we just hold ourselves up into a little ball away from everyone else. And we try to figure out the situation by ourselves. And, um, that's how it takes our support away from others because it takes our focus off of others and it puts it on us. So instead of thinking about how we can love and support and be self-disciplined and help others around us, we are in our brains stuck there going, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to fix this? Nobody else can help me because they've never been in this situation when I'm sure there are min minimal, there are multiple people who have went through the same situation as you and you just have to get out of your comfort zone and out of that fear and ask for help. Um, so then what does fear do to our beliefs? Well, instead of having a belief that something will happen, fear takes the trust away, which then takes the belief away. And it's so crazy how that happens because belief and trust are so closely interacted to like the same concept in a way. But by taking that trust away, that belief disappears. And when we are stuck in this sense of fear where we aren't secure and everyone around us isn't able to help us, then we don't have trust in God or belief that God can help us. We don't have trust in our husband or belief that he is capable of doing whatever it is that we need his support in or we need to support him with. It takes away our belief and our trust in ourselves too. And it's so crazy how this fight, flight, and freeze reaction 
can cause so much stress and damage to our hearts. It like causes us to just strip everything that we know and when we're safe underneath that security blanket we have no issue with but once it gets stripped away every it's like we strip everything else away because nobody else matters but whatever we're going through and we are trying to get it figured out and until we get it figured out everybody else just better leave us alone <laughs> and that's not what we want so belief and trust in god fear takes God out of the driver's seat and puts us there. So then we are wanting to be in control rather than allowing God to be in control. And God can see so much more of the situation than we can. He knows what needs to happen in order to get us through this difficult time. And here we are trying to do things in our own understanding rather than allowing him the one who can see it all, who's wrote the book on our lives and knows what's going to happen and can guide us through these sticky situations, we run the opposite direction and we rely on our own understanding and it's just not fun. It's not an easy place to be and it's nowhere where we want to go. Um, fear also takes away our trust from our husband and replaces our belief in him, like I said, with disbelief. Because we are trying as hard as we can to get our lives back under that security blanket, back to our normal, which it will never go back to that normal no matter how hard we try because we have either changed through the situation or something in our life has changed and you have to figure out a new normal. So... Getting stuck in the mindset that normal is the place that you need to be is kind of, it's comforting, but it's also distracting and takes you away from being able to get through the fear rather than getting stuck in it and in that fight, flight, or freeze reaction. Um, it also tells us that we can't get back to where we were and we are the only ones that can do it. Or our husbands can't get us back to where we were, I'm sorry. And we are the only ones who can do it because like I said, we take that trust away from our husbands and expect ourselves to do it. And then going into ourselves, this fear takes our trust away from ourselves as well. Like, having self-discipline or the knowledge that we can be a good mom or whatever the fear is that we have, it makes us believe the opposite in ourselves, that we can't do it rather than we can. And again, it causes that fight, flight, or freeze reaction where we are trying to get back to our normal, but we're just stuck and we're looking for the answers in all the wrong places and relying on our own knowledge instead of God's and even looking for help, looking for others who went through the same situation because then we fear that somebody else will know what we're going through and we have to open up to them. And what if we start to cry? What if we get emotional? What if all of this stuff? And it's what ifs. We get stuck in the what if cycle of our brain and it just moles over it and it 
just doesn't let go. And we got to get ourselves out of that in order to get through this fear. So then how do we fight this fear? It's pretty much by putting trust back into the equation. We must trust that God will provide and protect us as we know he does when we feel safe. Fear tests our faith and how much we trust God and how much we trust that he will actually do what he says he will do. The world shows us all the time that people fail in this area. And that's part of the reason why we don't like to go to others for help and we just stick to ourselves or we go online and we look for answers everywhere. But with God, because like I said, the world tells us that people fail. And if people fail, then that means that God's got to fail at some point in time too, right? No, that's wrong. Because God even says, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that's Isaiah 41.10 if you want to go look it up. Because God does what he says. And all throughout the Bible, you can see him showing up in the places that he says he's going to. And that is so comforting and it should be comforting for us in this time of fear, but fear strips that trust away. It strips away the belief and instead of relying on what we know to be true, we rely on ourselves and it just makes us not want to believe that God is actually going to be there for us, especially since what we know in our own knowledge, in our experience, in our understanding, people fail us. So why would God not fail us? And that's one thing that you have to sit down and talk to God and figure out if that's something you actually believe or not. And I have a really good way of doing that, which I will talk about in a little bit. But God is always going to be there for you. He is not going to fail you. He will help you through the situation. One of my favorite um, poems is footprints in the sand and I forget the exact words but it's pretty much that when you are in a good time you see two sets of footprints in the sand and one is yours and one is God's and then in those hardships all you see is one set of footprints and the guy who is talking to God is like, well, why in my hardest times were you not there for me? There was only one set of footprints in the sand. And Jesus is like, because that's when I was carrying you. That was your hardest time in life. And I was carrying you through it. That's why you only saw one set of footprints in the sand and they were mine. (laughs) And that's so comforting. It has helped me through so much and I love it, especially in these times of fear and anxiety and stress, knowing that Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit are going to carry me through it, especially when I have no energy and no strength of my own, that they are going to shine through me and be the strength and the energy that I need in order to get whatever needs to be done, done. And it's so comforting. So this is when I actually found how to flow into freedom 
rather than going through the fight, flight, or freeze reaction. And when I first figured it out, I was astonished at how good it felt. Like I said earlier, the puzzle pieces of life that I had to force together to get to work and put duct tape on it and glue and string and nail it together so that it'd stay and it'd still fall apart. But with God, it just worked. I didn't have to put in as much energy. I didn't have to try to fix it and make it work and force it. It just flowed into freedom and it made me feel so much better and I loved it and I try to do that all the time. I'm not perfect so I can't say I do it all the time but when I do, when I look to God for these answers or I give him the opportunity to show up in his strength in my life rather than my own, everything goes so much smoother. Instead of the struggle bus that I could be on sitting there going, oh my gosh, I don't know what to talk about. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to write. I've got no energy. I just want to get upset because my daughter's not listening to me. <laughs> um, with God on my side and trusting that he's going to be there, I everything just flows. It just goes the way it's supposed to. And I know that I can trust God in these times. And because like I said earlier, fear tests our faith and how much we trust that God will actually do what he, we believe he said he would. And actually experiencing that he's not like we are, that we fail and he doesn't, it's just amazing and it's just relief that you cannot get without him on your side and he is always on your side even if you don't know it or you don't believe it God is always there for you okay so then you also have to put the trust back in your husband <laughs> which sometimes can be easier said than done I'm speaking from experience um but I mean you married him, so you had to have trusted him at one point in time. And I'm sure when the fear isn't in the situation, trusting him isn't difficult at all. It's that fear that takes away that trust and belief in the fact that your husband is capable of doing whatever the situation is. And I mean... Change is brought into the equation and our security blanket is threatened a good amount of time and no one but us is capable of fixing it by allowing that trust back into the equation and allowing your husband to take on activities that he might not normally do and trusting that he's going to do them right. Maybe not the first time, but then he'll figure it out. And just letting go of control and letting him handle the situation is how you're going to build that trust in the first place. You can't micromanage. Like That's one thing that I see happening a lot in this world where people go out, they, especially in the job place, like they move up a level and instead of allowing the person who took their spot just to fail on their own and learn through experience and give them guidance if they need it, 
they try to take over and they try to be there 100% of the time and tell them what to do rather than just letting them do it. <laughs> it's hard, but you need to let go of that control and let him start building trust that you know you had in him from the beginning and you just need to let the fear disappear and allow the trust to be there even though you're just like oh my goodness I have to let go of this it's scary I don't know if it's gonna happen but it will <laughs> I promise um and then we have to put the trust back in ourselves we have to put the fight, flight, or freeze response on one side of the room. And then we have to take the emotions out of it and put that on another side of the room. And then sit there and think rationally or, you know, like you normally would when that fear isn't there and the emotions aren't there so that we can prepare ourselves to flow. Because if we are sitting there mulling over all of the pain that we're in, all of the struggle, all of the fear, all of the emotions, then we're not going to actually be able to see the way out. We're not going to be able to see what God's telling us or see that our husband is actually capable of doing what we thought he could, but the fear is making us believe that he can't do. So that's one thing that really helps is just getting out of that headspace and into one that is calm and relaxed. And there are many people out there also who have went through the same situation. So asking for help is something we should be doing as well. It's it's not a sign of weakness as the world likes it likes us to believe. Instead, it's actually a sign of strength because it is scary and difficult to ask for help because it means you're opening up to somebody, especially if it's somebody that either you don't know very well or you do know, but sometimes we don't like a lot of people to know what's going on in our deepest part of our lives. Like We like to keep that to ourselves and maybe to a select few, but... We need to have that, that support, that background of people, that community who we can rely on to help us in these times. And even if we don't want to open up to them, it's still very important to have and to open up to them so that you can get the help that you need. Um, and it also puts the trust back in ourselves. So by letting others take control where they are, like it's their strength, it's something that they know how to do, and to you it's something new, it means you're not trying to figure out how to get through this situation in your own understanding when there are others who have went through it and can help you through it a lot quicker and easier than by yourself, because then you get out of it quicker, then you can get back into that security blanket, even though, like I said, we don't want to be in that security blanket as much, but it's still, it gets the fear gone. It gets the stress gone. It gets the overwhelm gone and allows us to flow rather than fight, flight, or freeze. 
And okay, so then the two things that I really enjoy doing to fight the mental storm that goes on in my brain is first by allowing God to change my beliefs. So this is a thing that I said I would mention earlier. Um, I sit down with God and I tell him my negative belief. And I allow God through scripture and allowing the Holy Spirit to come through me to write a letter from God to myself, telling me God's truth on that belief. And whether that belief is truth or a lie, and 90% of the time, it's a lie. And when he does tell me what I'm supposed to actually believe, like his truth over my lie pretty much. It's so eye-opening and it's so relieving that it changes my heart right then and there. And I don't mean that I'm perfect and and 100% over the situation because no, I still go back and I still read it, but the fear itself is gone. Once I sit down with God and I give him that belief and he gives me his answer, that fear behind it no longer has control of me. That fear no longer is taking away the faith or taking away the, um, I forgot the word I was using, the, tr- <laughs> the trust that we have in everyone else. Like, God telling me his truth changes my heart and allows the fear to no longer keep my heart in its grip. Like, it's no longer in the picture and I love it and I always go back to it so that I continue to change my heart and no longer fixate on that problem. The second thing that I like to do is open, is have open communication with my husband. Now, most of the time during these times of fear, he is struggling with something as well. So he has told me that he fears telling me his problems so as to keep my mental storm down, but it only makes his mental storm worse. So we have work we've been working on creating a a safe way to talk to each other so that we keep the communication open and we tell each other our problems even if it might make a struggle on the other one just because by keeping that bottled up then we aren't um, leaning on each other we're not helping each other through that situation and it keeps us trying to do it in our own strength rather than together. And God put us together because we are a great team and we just have to learn how to work through the problems. This fear that we have strengthens so much in so many different areas of our relationships with God, with our husband, with ourselves, um, with our children, with friends, it strengthens that trust that we have. It strengthens our relationship so that we can make it through the next one. That's that's a great thing about God's trials is he gives us these trials to strengthen us. And I'm not saying that every single fear that we have, let me take that back. 
fear is not from God, but he is going to use it to strengthen our relationships. And if we just allow ourselves to sit there and mull over the mental storm that's going on in our brains rather than fighting through it and getting into that flow and flow into freedom, then we are able to overcome the fear so much quicker and better now and in the future. Okay, so I hope that resonates with you and that it makes sense in the situation that you are in as well. And I, I pray that the Holy Spirit came through my words and touched on your heart so that you can take this and run with it in your own life. You can take the tips that I suggested and put them into place in your own life so that you can get through the fear that is just overwhelming and stressful and not helpful so you can start to trust again in yourself in your husband and most importantly in God and allow God to help you through this rather than just sitting there in your own understanding trying to do something that is just not we're not capable of doing ourselves no matter how hard we try so with that being said, um, I hope you come over to the free Facebook group, Mama's Partnering with God, and talk to us. Tell us your situation. If you have been in fear, something that maybe you're currently going through it or something you've already went through and you have some tips yourself that helped you get through them because we would love to share stories back and forth and help each other learn and grow in God and ourselves and become the woman that God created us to be. So with that being said, I hope to see you over in the Facebook group and I will see you next time on the Mama's Partnering with God podcast. Hey mama, before you head out, if this episode has blessed you in any way, would you please go and leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts so that it can reach, bless, and impact many other mamas the way it has you? I also want to personally invite you to come and join me and many other like-minded mamas over in my free Facebook group. I would love to hear your thoughts, answer your questions, and keep this conversation going. Praying God continues to bless you. See you next time.